of the day to to uh, serve you and uh, just to, uh, to uh, reach out and serve others, Lord. And I just thank you for this time we have together this morning now, and I thank you for our teammates that are here and those and uh, aren't able to be with us at this time. I pray for um, the guys they present this morning, talk about internships that we might each learn from this and uh, see how we might make this work um, uh, within our our uh, individual states and our areas, Lord. So thank you for this time we have. It ask that your blessing be upon it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> All right. So <clears throat> you know, my ministry plan may look different than, um, may look similar to those that are the advancement lanes, but may look different from those that um, have responsibilities for your states and your areas. But one of the two priorities that I had coming into the year uh, was on making sure we had uh, hopefully a robust internship uh, plan program structure to roll out. And uh, while I'm a bit behind where I wanted to be at this point, <clears throat> I think really um, it's really perfect in God's timing, isn't it always, in the conversations that I've had with Aaron and Cody and Nanny and what we've built out so far. So um, my hope would be that you guys would be encouraged by this time, you'd be challenged by this time, but also you would give thought to if you haven't done this yet and, you know, what might be holding you back from inviting interns in for this coming summer? Because now's the time. And what resources would you like and would be helpful that we can provide to you so that you can go and do that? So those are the questions I want everybody to consider as we go through the discussion here. Um, but I, I, this, is, this is perfect. Uh, Cody, Manny, and Aaron are all in a, in a row next to each other on my screen. So I can just look up to you guys. You're about to high five Manny. Nice job. Um, so <clears throat> my question is, um, I guess, Aaron, you're first. You, you, you raised your hand there, even though you didn't mean to. Um, there were a couple of questions that we talked about. Is there one of those in particular that you want to you wanna cover? I'll be honest. I, I really, I really want to default to Cody here because Cody's the man when it's this, and he has led the way for me through this. And so I'd like for him to actually lead out so I'm not stealing a lot of his thunder, to be honest. Oh. All right, Cody, baton passed. And you're muted, but you're going to have to. Can we three for three? Can I default to Manny? And then Manny <laughs> no. defaults back to Jeff? Um, no, it, it is a pleasure. One thing that I, when I think of uh, internships, and if you're not a football person, um, I apologize, but that's where all of my metaphors come from. Uh, when you think about internships, it's essentially your recruiting pipeline. So when I was 13 years old playing NCAA football on my PlayStation 2, you had to have a recruiting pipeline to really be able to have a successful dynasty. Um, some of you, you know, uh, Aaron is like the only one that knows what I'm talking about. But so when you are recruiting and building, building a college team to, to have a dynasty, you have to have some sort of recruiting pipeline or else you're just basically throwing mud against the wall and seeing what sticks. And so within our local areas, it's um, really pinpointing a college, one. So start there. One college that you want to make a discerned investment in and saying, this is where we're going to start. And kind of how we evolved our internship program was we focused on basically what do we do with new staff coming on and how can we replicate that over a 10 week season, 20 hours a week. And so we focus on four areas, professional development. Uh, what we do with our professional development is we have a podcast course where we use podcasts from Craig Rochelle, Andy Stanley, and their leadership podcasts. And we do practical leadership training 
focused on basically everything under the sun that college does not prepare you for. So how to dress when you're in the office, how to give and receive feedback, how to lead up, all of these practical professional skills that a lot of us on this call, it's basically me asking you, how did you learn to become the leader you are? Uh, and it's kind of backtracing and basically wanting to give that knowledge to a 22, 21 year old. We also focus on financial development. We go hard and we basically do the God ask with our interns. They're in charge of raising uh, their money for the summer. So they're allowed to be paid $800 per month, according to FCA National. And we basically say, you can, you can make $800 a month, but you're in charge of raising it. And we go hard through the God ask. And it's basically a mini boot camp for all of our interns. We have name storming sessions. We go through uh, mock phone calls, uh, basically everything through the God ask. And we give it over to the interns. We also work on spiritual development. So I got to give a shout out to DP for helping us with this resource. We use Discipleship Essentials by Greg Ogden. Every intern is paired with one staff member. So if we have one intern, they're paired with one staff member. Uh, they're like gender. And so if we got a female, female intern, they're going to be paired with a female staff, so on and so forth. And they're responsible, both from a staff perspective and an intern, to walk through discipleship essentials every week over those 10-week periods. And then finally, the ministry advancement lane. We basically give away any and all ministry that we would have that summer, whether it's camps, huddles, whatever it might be, we basically overload them and say, go lead it. And we basically learn by trial and error. So giving them opportunities to fail forward is kind of the viewship of our internship. And the last thing I'll say is the why. So I said uh, the pipeline Really, my whole motivation, speaking just explicitly as a staff member, I'm doing this selfishly because I want more staff. So there's nothing more for my investment in the amount of time that it takes to launch an internship program other than I'm in this to find more staff so we can replicate and multiply our influence in Greater Rochester. Now, most of our interns won't turn out to be FCA staff, but they're going to go into the... Um, they're gonna go into the business world. They're gonna go into some sort of facet. And I want them to look fondly back on their internship with FCA and say, nothing has prepared me better for the professional world than my time with FCA. Um, and so that's from the spiritual standpoint, professional, financial, we walk through personal budgets with staff. And Jeff, if I'm able to deter, I did see Juju on this call and I'd like to just give Juju maybe 90 seconds if she is able to, cause she walks with our, with our internship program last summer. Um, so just firsthand knowledge of like, Juju, was our internship valuable to you in coming on staff and just kind of walking through it in the summer? Or um, you can completely embarrass me in front of the entire Northeast staff and say it was a waste of time. If you're able to. The, yes, the internship program, I think um, just last week, I was listening back into um, the podcast that you recommended through that um, with Craig Rochelle and with all the leadership things because it was so valuable. I mean, I went to, to boot camp um, last April and we walked through basically the entire training again throughout the summer. And that was so valuable. Um, and everything we joked about that, like nothing I learned in college was um, as directly applicable to the work that 
we get to do with FCA that I, I, in comparison to this internship program. So I think like the way Cody too, that you lead through it with such great intention too, was so um, beneficial and really, yeah, really helpful that I'm, I'm using it today. That's, that's awesome. And Cody, you want to say something else? Nope. I'm good. Okay. <clears throat> so that was, that was just solid. And I, I want to suggest this, <clears throat> um, Mandy, you have a, I guess I'll ask Mandy, Mandy, your approach is maybe a little bit different in some of what you're doing. So can you contrast what's happening with, um, with Jordan in New York right now? Yeah, absolutely, man. So, Hey, so we met this college athlete from Nyack named Jordan through one of our huddles and uh, in the process of just us having conversation, just getting to know each other on the huddle, sharing God's word, encouraging one another through prayer. Man, you know, we were just able to build a relationship with him over time. He had actually participated in a leadership camp that we had did in the summer that DJ had invited him to. He experienced that. He started getting excited. We invited him to uh, one of our huddles. He experienced that. And we just connected in a real way. But in the process of us just connecting, I just really sensed through just hearing his heart that this was a kid that could potentially be someone that could feel called into the ministry. He's, uh, his major is sports administration uh, at NIAC. And uh, man, he aspires to be a coach. But one of the ways that we've been able to help him and come alongside of him is just in the rhythm of life that we currently have. Like, for example, um, you know, I think our focus is first and foremost relational. Man, I really want to relate to somebody, engage him relationally, get to know them, hear their story, what lights a fire in them. And uh, as we engage them relationally, I think for us in this season, one of the ways that we provided structure and a framework has been through the tool, the core. So every Thursday, uh, he and I get on. And what I love about the core is just it's a simple tool. And in the process of that, I get to kind of gauge where he is in his day. And I'm not married to the core, let's say that. So in the midst of me having that conversation, if I feel like, hey, this is a care moment, I won't just go to the core. I'll just care. We'll just talk. We'll just relate. We'll talk life. Um, and in the midst of just talking life, what I find is that scripture just naturally begins to flow out of the heart of myself or even Jordan. And there have been times that he and I have been able to both encourage one another in prayer, through engagement. And it just hasn't been me saying, yo, I'm the leader. I'm going to just pour into this dude. But it's been more like, hey, relational and structured, but getting back to the tool in terms of the core, what has been good about the tool is that it does provide structure and it does provide scripture and it does speak a language of sport, which really connects to him. And because he's a college athlete, he's able to say, man, I'm kind of dealing with that right now with one of my teammates or, and you know, with my head coach. And so from a structure standpoint, that's been great. Now on the experiential side, you know, we really want Jordan to experience the ministry. So on Mondays, we get on a staff call. And what's great about that is that we collectively as a team have been reading this book called The Mentor Leader, which has some scripture, which has some sport references. And man, Jordan has just felt comfortable and free and has been able to add. But what I love most about it is that it's been a team effort where at different times during our conversation, God may use DJ, God may use Pastor Frank, God may use uh, Jason Harewood. 
And he's like attested to this in the sense of it being like, yo, so refreshing for him. He's like, yo, man, this is amazing. And then on uh, Fridays, we have a marketing meeting. And this is just a place where we just ask Jordan a bunch of questions. Uh, we get to find out what his talents and skills are. And so he's been helping us on the Google side, on the doc side and uh, administratively, because that's one of his areas where he's strong. So he helped us develop this Google doc for um, you know one of our marriage retreats. But again, I think it's pretty much in the rhythm of life with a combination of structure. And I think what has really even brought even more value uh, to, to uh, Justin has been, we've been able to engage Jeff in this process. And in the process of engaging Jeff, Jeff adds some violent, like, hey man, can he get some credit for this? So me, Jeff and his dean have been able to come together and develop a game plan for him, for him to be able to get credit. And we're just tracking his time. But I think more importantly, I think God is using this as a way to kind of give Jordan some insight to discern whether or not, you know, SCA may be a calling that God may have on his life. And if not, yo, we're going to be the first one to cheer Jordan on at one of his games or whether he choose to be an athletic director at an institution or a college. I think uh, that's the heartbeat around just us being able to pour into him. So a little bit of, of a little bit of relationship, a little bit of structure, and a little bit of experiential learning where he gets to apply some of the things that he's learning in the school into everyday life. And then bringing in Jeff Miller, my guy, to kind of help uh, be able to kind of lead us along the way in terms of getting credit. So it's a win-win, man, across the board. I, I love how you finished that with the win-win piece. And Aaron, I saw you reacting to a couple of things there. What do you, what do you have? Yeah, so I mean, I'm building off of what these guys have said. There's been a lot of good stuff said. Um, I go back to what Manny was just talking about. You know, I think when I approach finding an intern and, and you know, finding the right intern, I guess is the way to put it. I do, I approach it the same way I do as if I'm finding a staff member is I want to, I want to know one, do they feel called to this? I want to know, are they wrestling with a calling in the ministry? Yeah. Um, I want to know, I don't know what's being typed in the chat, but it's all right. Um, you know, I want to know if this is where they're at because this is the kind of person that I want, I want in my internship, right. Is somebody that, you know, I think a win is us helping, you know, the, these young adults discern their calling in life. Like Manny was saying, if it's SCA, so be it. If not, we cheer them on. I really like what Cody said, and I've structured a lot of my inter internship around those four areas that he mentioned. I really think it helps build out a weekly schedule for an intern. I think it helps diversify the schedule. I do think leadership development, professional development are some ways that we can serve them in, you know, in college, the real world, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But for me, I think the, the, what I wanted to hit on, and so I've done internships now for eight years. And when I first started, um, internships, I came at this with the wrong mentality because I came at it with the mentality, oh, here's an intern. They're going to get stuff done for me. They're going to make me more productive. They're going to, you know, get after it. And what I found is I was extremely frustrated for years doing this because I would get these guys and they never seemed to do th things the way I wanted to do it. Is that a reflection on my training and my leadership? Maybe, but they were different than me. And I had to sort of come through a, a, mind, a mindset change on this and that the way I approach internships now is not so much about what I can get out of it, but it is an investment opportunity. And for me, this may be ultra simple. It may be very limited, but a win for me at the end of eight weeks is 
have I led this man or this woman into a deeper relationship with Christ? Have I taught them to walk with Jesus in a new way, in a deeper way, in a more intimate way than they did at the beginning of eight weeks? And if they have, that's, that's a win. And so I'm, you know, I'm all about, you know, spiritual development, investing in discipling is the word we've been using um, these things. And so there are a couple of things, creative ways. So I'm starting an internship with a, a guy in two weeks. He starts April 1st. He's going to go eight weeks with us. He's strongly considering staff. It's going to be a bit of a trial run for him. I expect him to come on as prospective staff at some point during this process. But um, one of the ways I'm going to use him in these eight weeks, and he doesn't know it, but he's really good at personality-wise, talking to people, relating. I'm going to use him to recruit golf sponsors. And I'm going to put him in front of, you know, people. I'm going to, I'm going to you know, train him, teach him how to do that. And in the end, he's going to serve our ministry extremely well just by if he recruits one or two golf sponsors. But it's also going to give him some experience to get in front of people. And so just to, to, with, with time in mind, I did want to mention one other thing, Jeff. I was on a call with um, Jenna, I can't say her last name, Lodeke or something like that, out of California Volleyball, out of L.A., I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but the volleyball club in LA, they have run for about 10 years now, an intern program, and they are absolutely killing this thing. And so um, I learned a lot from her, but I wanted to talk about the recruiting piece that I think could serve a lot of us well. And one area to challenge us on this internship, they have built out a massive coaches email list all across the country. And she says their strategy to recruiting volleyball interns for their ministry is to blanket email these coaches and so they have hundreds and hundreds of coaches on this email list and one of the ways that they sell it to these coaches that I really think we strongly need to consider for these summer internships is they offer training for their athletes they say during the summer we're going to commit to a training program we're going to commit to physically developing your athlete in addition to their leadership in addition to their spiritual development and for me that was an area that I've just totally missed is even if we know the coach or not, even if we have a personal relationship or not, we can offer this to them and they can pass it along whoever they want. The success rate is probably like less than 1% on this. That probably takes a ton of work. But over the course of 10 years, they have actually hired a lot of staff members for FCA Volleyball through this process. And so if you want to talk more about this or want to connect with her, I can do that. Jeff, I'll let you um, take over, but a lot of good stuff. You know, I was taking the youth, um, 10th graders, I serve at church on Wednesday nights last night, and, and the topic was comparison and the dangers of comparing. And uh, you know, we talk social media and all this stuff. But man, if you want to compare yourself to what they're doing out in California and not feel real good about your internship, you can do that. Uh, there's a little fruit that will come of that. But so the, the phrase that comes to mind is crawl, walk, run, right? And in and, and some of you, like we need to start crawling in this area, I think a big miss would be to do nothing. I think for every single person, a big miss is to do nothing. So if it's crawling, then let's start there. Uh, for those that have done it for a summer, this is the next time you're going through it, then we need to start walking. And we will collectively get better and get to the run, right? And, and doing something like they do out in California, it is amazing. So I aspire for us to get there. I recognize we're not there yet. Um, <clears throat> I want to I want to ask the question though, what, for, for somebody who might be stuck right now, that's, that wants to do this, what can we resource you with um, that would be helpful? And I'll, I'll, I'll share things that are already going to come your way. A social media graphic 
hopefully something can be tweaked quickly that you can get out there to, to your network. Two, the structure that Aaron talked about, that Cody talked about. It can be six, eight, 10 weeks. You can pick pieces of it. You're going to have a, like a menu that you can select from as a part of that. And then you have me as a resource if you have questions, right, as we go along the way there. So those things will be coming your way. What else do you need or want or desire that will help you guys move forward in this? Uh, I have a question. So um, an intern, like a college intern, for example, um, they have to do summer requirements for eight weeks. Um, how do we ensure that all of their requirements are, are covered? So um, how do we make sure we, we cover those bases? So you're saying, for example, if they're going to go for credit for this, or they're going to get some sort of credit at college, how do we make sure that we've structured in such a fashion that meets those requirements? Is that the, exactly. the question? We, we have near imminent flexibility. I mean, endless flexibility in what we want to do in this area. So I've had two occasions. One was a local college. This girl did not end up coming on, um, on intern with us last year, year before, but we worked with their academic advisor and said, what are your requirements? So in the case of Jordan, even more recently, they said, Here's his area of studies. Can you talk to these four or five things during that? And so we said, you know, with sports management, he's gonna do some marketing. They're gonna get into the, the mechanics of maybe some of the league and club stuff and partnership camps that we're gonna be doing. So we literally wove in each of those components on a scale of one to 10 in terms of difficulty. I think it's a two. I think we can do it for nearly every one of these things. Absolutely. Great question. And, and it would be, it, for me, it would be super handy and cool to have like a, you know, like a spiral bound intern um, playbook and, um, you know, with the table of contents, just to say, hey, here you go. This is, this is what we're going to go through, especially if it starts with a God ask. I don't, you know, instead of just throwing that God ask on them right away and then they're like deer in the headlights, like, whoa. That's, that's great. And so this, um, it may be virtually bound, uh, it may look like tabs in an Excel document. There might be uh, some PDF stuff going on there, but we'll get something that I think Melissa will meet that need, but, but fair request. Other, other requests? I can't question. promise we can do it, but yeah. I want to know it. Yeah, question. So for Cody, um, with your example of picking a college, was that a college um, that you already had a ministry going at? There was a huddle happening. Uh, how did you pick your first intern and what did that look like specifically? Yeah, so our first intern was kind of, <clears throat> we just adopted the intern that we had last year. It was a, a current relationship that we already had. Um, <clears throat> right now, I mean, we have Adrian who's doing a lot of really great work at Roberts Wesleyan and it, it's really kind of go where the low hanging fruit is. So it's really, if you have a Christian college in your area, I would suggest trying to get a meeting with that athletic director and say, Hey, we have an offer for student athletes and this is what we want to kind of present to you. Um, and I really, I really lean heavy into the professionalism side um, because it's one of those things where it, it's kind of for us, it's already baked in the spiritual disciplines and, and we're going to have those things. But when you're talking to an athletic director or somebody who like really wants to see value, 
um, we pumped up kind of the one-on-one -on -one professional development for, for the athletes. And then kind of what we're doing this year is our second annual internship is we're walking through the context that we have with board members who might have college students. Um, we have some local college coaches that we already know, know and have a good relationship with. So kind of what Aaron alluded to with what the volleyball program does in California is basically go to those college coaches and saying, hey, do you have one or two athletes that I can talk to and present this opportunity for them? Uh, I mean, we have one, where's Amber? Amber's on this call and she connected me with somebody that um, her husband coached in Albany that's at Cuca College who's looking for an internship and he's gonna you know, inquire about our FCA internship in Rochester. So it's kind of just, just like staff. It's, you know, you've go out, find the people, and you just present the opportunity and say, hey, we'd love for you to even consider this. And then our internship vetting works the same as staff. You know, if they apply, it doesn't mean they have the position, but we're going to interview them. And then we're going to choose who we want to bring on to our team. So um, that's uh, Cody, I'm going to pick up there and I'm going to close with a few thoughts. I'm happy to hang on. But as we wrap our, our scheduled time here, if you have more questions, please do hang. But here's a couple of things. One, it is an application process. We choose who comes in here, right? So just because somebody suggests it or comes in, if it's going to, if you just know for whatever reason, it's not going to work, it's not a requirement that we say yes, right? So we want to keep the bar raised high, just like we do for staff, boards, volunteers, et cetera. So here's a couple of things. One, um, Cody may approach it from pipeline building. Aaron may have a heavy discipleship, you know, component of this. Manny might be about relational components. Internships don't have to be just one of these things. It can be all of them. Uh, it could be the approach of, I need something done. Eh, okay. And it could be all about serving them and not challenging them in any way. I think it's in the middle. What can they do and provide for us based on, you know, what their, their area of studies are. Maybe they've coached, maybe they can make connections. Maybe it's, you know, reaching out to golf sponsors, right? We should, I think it should be bi-directional. Both of those should work. Spiritual maturity. This could be somebody, in my opinion, who is from, you know, grew up in a Christian home and is really strong in their walk to somebody on the other end who's just seeking right now. Um, but I think what we need to do is be really clear with them on what we're looking to do, which is they're gonna get discipled during that summer, right? So it's not a, a bait and switch or something, but I think you can take people on that, um, that continuum. Uh, I, if you can, two or more at a time, having an intern come in with somebody else so they can go, man, what did Aaron just say? I don't even understand what he asked us to do, right? But they can work together on that. Um, there's another opportunity to, this is, we'll get to the run phase, but if you have an intern from out of town, can they post up with a family locally, right? At some point, I think in California, they rent a home, right? And they get them all together there. Uh, so I'm going to, you know, vision cast for the future. It's maybe a couple of years out, but do we in your areas get a home where we put up six or eight or so, right? That are coming together for this really robust summer internship program. Um, those are a bunch of the thoughts. I have more. Um, I want to honor the time that just hit 930 on my, uh, my clock here. So with that, I'm going to pause our recording.